What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Mike Zuniga Films Podcast. On this episode, I have with me Anthony Ferraro. He's an entrepreneur in the clothing design and manufacturing space. Anthony talks about how he started his clothing company, Swab Apparel, while still in college, the pros and cons of going to college, and his new business venture, Full Speed. So without further ado, Anthony Ferraro. For all of you that are listening right now and watching, this is Anthony Ferraro, good friend of mine, known him since high school, and um, he's been in the fashion game for quite some time, ever since, I don't even remember, you know better than I do, so uh, can you give a little introduction about your background? Of course. Um, well, thanks for having me, Mike. Appreciate that. You have a wonderful podcast, and I'm happy to be a guest. Thanks. Very honored. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, background in the fashion thing, uh, got into the rags business when I was in college, mm-hmm. um, starting Suave, underwear brand you've shot for, and done a great job and it was a men's luxury and performance underwear company started that because uh we were tired of wearing calvin klein and haynes brand that our moms were buying us and uh-huh. uh wanted to try something better and after that uh launched and got started and you know to where it is today we're now doing uh like back-end manufacturing programs for other customers too right. people started contacting us saying hey you said guys making underwear we want to make this, we want to make that. And uh, part of that was for some extra side money because, you know, we were investing suave into the business. And when I graduated, I needed to get some type of income, you know, not working for somebody else or taken out of the suave business. So mm-hmm. started full speed and have been uh, helping customers grow their brands and stuff ever since. Nice. Yeah. That's so it's awesome. been a lot of fun. Love the process. Love making clothes. It's pretty cool. Yeah. You've always been into that. It's been it's been fun. Quite the journey, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's been a good one. That's good. It's been a great. I'm one. just gonna recheck the levels. Yeah. Of make course. sure. Because the last the last time, because uh, I had I had Kenny on on the podcast last time, and for some reason the uh, I was hearing like some like little interference in it, but we're mm. we're good. We're good. Solid. Always want to double check because like the last thing you want is <laughs> it's go through this whole thing. You're, and you're then... like 40 minutes in, and then all of a sudden Imagine. like you realize the whole podcast had like <laughs> like a little static on yeah, it you know good. gotta run that back yeah so before let's let's go back to like high school was that oh, when yeah. you started getting into kind of like your love for fashion and creating in that space or when did that start uh i've always had you know uh appreciation for style um and I remember like growing up, like when well, high school was a little bit different because we went to survive all guys school. So like we literally didn't have to care about what we we're wore. Not, right. We're not but really it was like at the dances or like going out on the weekends, like always try to look clean. You know what I mean? And it wasn't, you know, I was like shopping at active skate shop and stuff. So I was like really big, like into like skater, you know, style and stuff. And, uh-huh. you know, had a lot of fun with that. And, um, you know, my grandfather who, uh, was a production manager for a, a factory in, in North Hollywood, but then he became like a suit tailor um, out of his house and stuff. So he like was always looking clean, like taught us how to like, you know, tuck our dress shirts in and like do stuff like, you know, just to make it look a little bit fresh when you're all buttoned up. Right. Um, but yeah, like I, I guess I could say I've always had a thing for style and appreciation for style. 
you know, and then once getting into suave and stuff, kind of getting introduced into like the actual fashion business, mm-hmm. um, you know, started to kind of even appreciate it even more. And, you know, learning how to make the clothes was definitely something that I like, just found super intriguing. You right. Know? Yeah, as much as like the brand and marketing stuff is also cool too. The creative side is awesome, mm-hmm. but the production, like making it happen and, you know, is, is definitely like what I kind of like fell in love with. For sure. For sure. So like after you graduated high school, you went to Chapman mm-hmm. and that's when you started Suave, mm-hmm. right? Like actually start producing the, you know, yeah. the under apparel and all that stuff. Yeah. Can you take me through like that process, how that started? Because I'm sure there's a lot of, you know, kids out there, a lot of students that are in college and they want to maybe get into the, like the clothing business. Uh, do you have any like tips on like your experience specifically on how you went through that process while going to college at the same time? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, I guess where, where my deal started is I had the idea for um, basically a better underwear product. It was like around my freshman, sophomore year of college uh, when I was like still playing football and stuff at the time. And it literally was the most natural kind of like uh, experience for me and kind of like a light bulb moment, if you will. Uh, I went to go to the Brea Mall specifically um, to buy underwear because I was like, again, tired of wearing at the time, which was like Hanes for yeah. the loom. Uh-huh. My mom would just buy it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And I just was just I got to go like step up my game on that, you know, underwear. Right. So I went to go to Nordstrom and... Um, you know, just like everybody's seen at Nordstrom's, like you go up to the wall and it's just like Calvin Klein six pack, you know, you're looking over here, he's got Tommy Hilfiger's like little four pack, you know what I mean? As far as, you know, flexing with the abs on the front, Uh you know what I mean? They also sell their items in packs, which is interesting. I never thought about that. But anyway, um, and and I was just like, I'm not going to buy, like, I would feel weird even grabbing that off the shelf and taking it to the counter. Mm -hmm. Um, So I didn't buy anything and then I was going to the Apple store, which is across from Victoria's secret. I looked at Victoria's secret and I was just, I don't know what it was. I was just like, this is weird. Like there's a store dedicated to women's underwear and there's guys and girls like funneling in and out of their stores always packed. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I just came from my experience of trying to buy undergarments to like seeing women's, you know, completely flooded in the undergarments of Victoria's secret. And it was just like, you know, the Victoria's secret for men. Like, why hasn't that been done yet? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And uh, so I kind of sat on that for a little bit. And uh, it wasn't until after I started stop playing football to where I was like, okay, like now that I'm done playing ball, like I want to kind of put my time and energy into something. And I just kind of touched the idea across like friends and things like that. Like, hey, what underwear do you wear? Haynes brand or Calvin Klein? It's like, do you really like what you're wearing? They're like, no, dude, it sucks. Like, <laughs> would you wear? Would you like something better? You know what I mean? And even asking about Nike compression shorts and stuff. Like, no, dude, it makes my legs chafe and the, you know, the freaking fabric, you know, falls apart. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So I was like, uh, there could be some, you know, some potential here. And um, there was like a lot of people in college, uh, individuals, and I could literally go on a laundry list of names. Uh-huh. Um, people who were part of that process and who I'm super thankful for and, um, you know, students at the time. And, uh, we decided to jump into it and, uh, there's an incubator at Chapman, um, that we got super involved in. So as far as, you know, one piece of advice, 
would be to heavily get involved in things like this as an entrepreneur, especially young, especially in college when everybody's just trying to help you and, you know, see you succeed, mm-hmm. um, which they had at the incubator, a bunch of lectures from, you know, other entrepreneurs or other businessmen, um, you know, in all different areas, marketing, finance, um, you name it. Like they really had a lot of, uh, advisors and people that were there to help mm-hmm. um and also office space and cool softwares and stuff that you could use you know for students mm-hmm. which is all free um so we just dove into that and every advisor did every single thing possible we would host like team meetings and stuff all at the incubator um and we just started like growing on this thing and <clears throat> i remember it was uh it was like, I think early of 2012, like January, 2012 is like when we were like, you know, got the business license and stuff like that, you know, got everything set up and we were planning on launching like that April. Uh Um, because we had the website, we have everything dialed in and at Chapman, there was like a ton of film school creatives and stuff there. So that was all dialed in. Like we had a ton of guys who just produced amazing content um, but figuring out the product was like the first thing that we really had to do because, you know, we were going into making the men's underwear thing. It was like, okay, you know, I'm the type of guy, if I'm going to say, Hey, I got this underwear brand, you know, try my product. It's got to be the best damn product possible. You right. know what I mean? I'm not going to just come out here selling Fugazi underwear. You know what course, I mean? It's got to be better than the stuff that's out there and whatnot. So, um, we actually very, you know, very first started out, uh, sourcing product, um, on alibaba.com mm-hmm. it was like just when that had come out and um we had you know sent over tech packs and like all this information that we thought was going to work um you know and we ended up just getting from like three different factories the very first product when we were just like so pumped about it it was uh-huh. very fresh in the stage like you know like you know just thought that it was gonna be like boom 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 launch it online sell it's gonna be easy let's make money let's have fun yeah um the very first package that came back interestingly enough had a calvin klein waistband on it not even like our design our suave logo ryan mick did an amazing job building out the brand and the logo shout out to ryan mick um and it was a calvin klein waistband with like literally see-through underwear i could put it up right here and i could see you and i was like what the and then the other packages came in they were just like they screwed up the logo the colors were off the fabric was terrible you pulled the waistband and like you could see you didn't want that. Like you could see through the, the logo. Mm-hmm. It was just like not good product. Um, so at the time at the incubator, one of the only like fashion related mentors of mine was Oravilla Lobos. Uh-huh. Um, and she was like, okay, design your product in downtown LA. Here's some contacts and then duplicate your product overseas. You're going to have a terrible time manufacturing products overseas. If you just, you know, hit up these manufacturers never spoke with before and that whole deal. I was like, oh, that makes sense. Cool. So that's when I started working out of downtown and really started getting tangible in-person experience with creating products. And from like the very first pattern making session we had, like, I was like, this is awesome. Like I'm fucking i love this shit it's right cool. you know yeah. and you're able to go to excuse my language uh no you're good go to you know fabric vendors and stuff and really just dove in like learning everything about from you know the construction to the to the fabrication to 
just all the little trim details and stuff that go into making a product and like was able to, you know, kind of start from scratch and actually be a part of that whole process is like when I like fell in love with it. But now mind you, like we thought that we were going to launch in April uh-huh. and like, you know, we missed that mark and we didn't go like it was a year and a half from like that April date when we thought we were going to launch to, you know, the following year. Um, and that was all just spent on perfecting the product. And I don't really care yeah. about, you know, like, oh, we got to launch by this date and whatnot. And it was like, no, 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 the product's not right. We're not rushing this thing. Like, right. it's got to get right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm happy we did that, even though, like, we did from the start, man. It was amazing. Um, it's so cool to see how much everybody bought into Suave. You know what I mean? And we're excited about it. And we're excited about the product, the idea. Um, everything behind it was so cool. And um, I really think that, waiting to launch the product for so long and perfecting it um really ended up turning out in our benefit because like once everybody got the product finally Uh um everybody like loved it that's why you know a lot of customers that we have today that are still buying you know are the the people that bought the first product and they still tell us like dude i still wear the very first generation swabs like Uh ones that don't even have like an open fly on the front Uh like because we came out with like a collection um it was like 250 pairs or something was the very first time that we ever like produced something. Uh-huh. Did we set up our tent, our swab tent on the Chapman campus, had PayPal swipe cards and was just running them all day. Like, and really just like sold out pretty much of that whole batch, like literally in one or two days, like on finals week and stuff right yeah. before the end run and stuff. It was perfect. That's and, awesome, uh, dude. and yeah, that was the start of it. That was super cool. And then, uh, we did a Kickstarter program and, um, that was super successful. Uh-huh. Had an amazing video done by Chapman guy, uh-huh. uh, Pasquale, and crushed it. Uh, and we had got like you know our interns, we had like thirteen at the time that were all Chapman students. We were like signing credits. I was like a freaking senior, you know, just uh-huh. signing off credits for these guys. But like they were super bought in and like were an instrumental part of like all of the initial success, right? Which was super exciting and super thankful for. And um, you know, it it just took off you know, initially, which was awesome. But, you know, like at the, like at the time that we were graduating and, you know, we were leaving from school and transitioning from school, it was definitely, it was after like, you know, business plan competitions and stuff that, you know, we had, you know, done and were successful at and was, was awesome. Um, it was definitely a transition from like not being in school to, you know, having all the benefits of being a college kid, mm. you know what I mean? And taking advantage of the incubator and stuff like that. Right. So it was definitely an interesting transition. And then that's when, um, you know, we started taking on some full speed projects and, um, you know, Suave is still doing well. We're selling online, um, yeah. and have a few deals coming up potentially to kind of take that brand company to the next level. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah, we've just been hustling really ever since. And, uh, you know, definitely, you know, being in school at the time, taking advantage of all the resources there, um, you know, really spending necessary time on building the product and, and, you know, doing what's necessary to compete against others in other markets and stuff. I right. think that took advantage for us. And, and uh, working with a team and group of people because um, the energy and the, you know, just just the relationships that we all built together as, you know, a small college company and, you know, was, was pretty, really, really cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, I think that's super important because I think a lot of entrepreneurs and, you know, it's common to, I think, think that you got to do a lot of things yourself or to 
kind of solo mission it or just kind of keep things a little bit more tight knit and not really share as much. Uh-huh. But like Suave is such an open platform that we had guys and girls and everybody who was interested in buying, you know, wanted to like push the brand. We were like, let's right. let's go. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. You're on the team kind of deal. And, and yeah. that was just such a cool thing because we had everybody from different sports teams and all over and stuff, which was so cool. Um, and it was a big part to all the initial success for sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm wearing my swabs right now. Yeah. Yeah. Every day, dude. <laughs> no, I, no lie. I am. And I've been wearing them ever since you showed them to me dude, the first time. That's awesome. It's, that's yeah. Awesome. It's, it's great. It, it's honestly a great pair. And I'm just, I'm not just saying that cause you're here. No, I, I'm, I appreciate I'm, that. I'm wearing it cause yeah. I love them. Yeah. But, um, uh, going back to you starting your team, right? What do you think was, uh, like a positive factor in you having those people being bought in. I mean, they're not being paid. They're, you know, obviously they're there totally. for some reason. Why, why do, what do you think um, was one thing that kind of kept them so, like, so close-knit? Uh, you know, I think that not only just myself, but um, like Jerry, Lieutenant, Nevin, Horace, um, and all the guys that were like kind of on the, if you will, like top level, like, you know, that were initial starters in this whole thing. Uh-huh. Um, we believed so much in what we were doing. And it was kind of like, we're suave with this men's underwear company, you know, in an incubator full of tech companies. Mm-hmm. Just being like, this is what we're doing. This is how we're doing it. This is a product we're pushing. Like, either join the team or get out the way because we're, we're, right. we're, we're running this thing and right. we're going to make it happen. Uh-huh. Um, that along with like the underwear concept being kind of interesting, mm-hmm. um, you know, and just seeing our passion behind it. I think a lot of people not only just related to it, especially the guys being like, yeah, dude, my underwear sucks. Like I wear Hanes Brown too. Like, right. I'm tired of this shit. So yeah. Um, I think on a product level, people were interested in, you know, the whole fashion apparel thing, like doing photo shoots and stuff. Like, you know, on our sets at our photo shoots, dude, we'd have like literally 15, 20 people uh-huh. like crushing it, like right. multiple photographers, like multiple different setups, like yeah. we had amazing content. Um, and it was like everybody on our team. It uh-huh. was like, you know what I mean? So we were able to have a lot of fun with it. And, you know, I think it was just like that just entrepreneur spirit, you uh-huh. know, of like doesn't matter what happens, for, you know, from the time that we start, we're, we're going to make sure we finish this thing. So, right. I think it was a you know a mixture of things, but definitely it was a lot of the you know being bought into the what we had going on. Right. And um, and yeah, I just wanted to see it blow up. You know what I mean? Everybody took like you know personal to it because like if they were part of the Swamp Team, you know they were mm-hmm. like part of the part of the group. And I always right. loved it when you know I you know they would put it on their LinkedIn page and stuff. And when they were graduating, you know, getting jobs and stuff like. I was on like the reference list. So like, I couldn't even tell you how many times like I, you know, employers call and be like, Oh, so they work for your company. I'm like, Oh yeah. And I just like gas them up. Be like, Oh, you got to hire them. Like you have no idea. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is all true because like, and that's why I'm so thankful and which why it was, you know, initially very successful is because, you know, everybody that did put time into it, like really, you know, sacrificed a lot of time, you know, when they had school and other, you know, they're part of fraternity or sports team or something like they always made it a point to, you know, work on swab, get to the meetings and stuff, uh-huh. which is incredible. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, so, yeah, I think that was a lot of the reason why is just being bought in and, yeah. and believing in it. That's awesome. important. Yeah. I, you brought a lot of brought up a lot of great points that I think 
a lot of people can like take away from. I think the first thing was um, you definitely had like a clear vision on what you wanted. Like you just talked about this is suave, this is what it is, this is where we're going. You either with us or you're not. Yeah, exactly. Right? It was exactly how it was. Yeah. Um, let's see another another one that that you brought up that was pretty good. Um, let's see here, like just the fact that you asked people if like the underwear that they had at the moment was good or not like you you actually kind of like went around and and did like surveys before even just launching your own product that way you can tweak it i think that was very important people like people forget to do that we we uh so part of being the incubator part of being like in that process you had to do what's called um I forget the book that was on it exactly, but the business model canvas is essentially like a accelerated version of building a business plan. Uh-huh. Basically, you have an idea, you're able to incubate it in this like canvas process where it t- you know, talks about your customers, your relationships with your customers, your channels with your customers, uh, the key partners, the key resources, key activities, um, you know, your cost structure, and basically your revenue yeah. stream, how you're making money. And part of that consumer research was um, getting, you know, they were saying, you go out and survey, ask people about this, ask people about that. So not only were we just asking our friends this, like on campus, uh-huh. we literally made surveys, went to South Coast Plaza, the block in orange, Irvine Spectrum, uh-huh. like any local mall. Right. We had like four or five or six interns at a time, freaking surveys out, pen and paper, uh-huh. asking people like, that's awesome. Well, yeah, dude, it was the coolest <laughs> thing. And yeah, that's like a big part. And, you know, starting any kind of idea or project or product or something like really getting those questions answered mm-hmm. because you know like for us like what was so awesome in the process and just learning that like we were really validating a lot of things that we you know do guys hate their underwear does it suck right like we were able to validate that from like unbiased opinions and stuff uh-huh. um you know, and asking like other key questions about target market questions and stuff like that, you know, and some things that we learned definitely new from that whole experience too. Uh-huh. But the fact that we were able to validate it just gave us more confidence and strength to be like, dude, look how many people said that they hate their underwear or, right. you know I mean? or they don't know other brands or they're just putting down Hanes brand for them. They don't know any other brands. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, that was just a, just a good point that you brought there. It's like, yeah, you know, testing or getting those questions answered because uh-huh. if you get those validated questions answered yeah in our, in our validation to those questions uh-huh. then you got something right you know what i mean but if you learn that you know people if people like oh dude i love calvin klein i'm never changing a brand uh-huh. or like oh no i know this brand you know what i mean or you know i guess the moral point is is like before you dive into something you have to do like a complete validating mm-hmm. process you know what i mean yeah that's true which is important yeah that's very important uh speaking of suave that's still going on. It's strong and people are still buying. Like the the, the brand loyalty is still strong. Like th- that's the one thing that is awesome. Like even to this day, because I know you've made some shifts into your focus in terms of like business, um, which is full speed, which I'm going to lead into. But dude, just like the brand loyalty, like you're still getting sales while that whole shift is happening is yeah, it's it's awesome. Blessing. I mean, yeah, I mean definitely and not even just 
local it's not even just like friends or family that we know you know what i mean it's so yeah. like definitely after the kickstarter um we got customers all over the country uh-huh. customers that are overseas like you know all of our all, every order from us to canada is free shipping online right but we got guys that are you know in asia europe yeah you know south america uh-huh. like all over that are you know consistently buying you know two two times three times a year uh-huh um you know, good amount of product and stuff. And everybody's always asking us, when's the next collection coming out? When's this coming out? Yeah. And we have so much in the vault. It's not even fair. And that keeps growing and stuff too. So, um, yeah, there's a lot coming for Suave. And I'm happy that where it's at right now is really giving us such a, you know, still a lot of room to innovate, blow people's minds and be, you know, very very new and different right with what's coming up so so yeah that's definitely very active and fortunately we have such good loyalty that Mm -hmm. it sustains it without us really having to touch it much yeah we still get new customers and stuff run minimal ads like barely Uh uh-huh and yeah man that's awesome it's cool that's really cool um and also the the thought came back to me the fact that you when you're in college you just did it like you, you bootstrapped it. And I think like, here, what's your take? Because I always ask this for like almost every guest, um, college, what was your, what were, what were like the pros and cons for you? I was naive. I, you know, you know, was really, not that I thought it was going to be so easy, but like, I think the the fact that like had this idea, we're gonna go a hundred percent and like not turn back and not care what happens, like helped us get through so many hurdles and obstacles and stuff. Because uh-huh. like, I don't care who you are, I don't care what you do, how much money you got or whoever's got, you know what I uh-huh, mean? Right. To put it behind you, like you're gonna screw up, you're gonna fail, you're gonna fuck up, you're gonna wanna, you know quit at times you're mm-hmm. gonna like sp- you know sleepless nights or whatever yeah. you know or at least you, sh- you you have to go through like uh that period of time because especially in college especially when you're young yeah we didn't know shit right like, we didn't we, we were never just, ran we were a just, business i never worked it. for anybody i never interned yeah. anywhere the last job i had before you know that was working at balboa bay club as a bar back uh-huh and you know but like we were so bought in and, and just believed in the idea that it didn't matter. Right. You know what I mean? And I think that, that not knowing anything was a big advantage to getting to where we were because like it was just being bought in on the idea and the fact of everything. And like, right. when you think about it and you break down a business plan, like, you know, if you're like an investor, you have a lot of money, uh-huh. you know, unless you're just trying to throw it out there. Right. These investors are like looking at every single part of the business. Uh-huh. They're seeing, you know, everything full scale and like it's not easy to get people's money uh-huh. so like if these investors like aren't really putting money into every single business as a college kid you know just starting out never ran a business on like from an investor standpoint it's a little risky the guy doesn't know much or whatever but like you know on the, on the other perspective it's like motherfucker you don't even know me i'm yeah. about to start this thing and you know give me your money because i'm gonna make you rich right. kind of deal exactly <laughs> exactly so like, so like i think that when you're young you know you gotta, you know, be aggressive. Obviously, be humble. Don't think you're you're you know the coolest shit out because yeah. 
if you haven't started a company and sold it or, you know, been super successful, you're right. starting your first business. This is your first business. Yeah, right. You're going to, you're going to struggle. You're going to go through a lot of different periods where it's going to suck. But, uh-huh. um, I always tell myself, like, I feel like the best thing I do is didn't quit or didn't give up mm-hmm. or really get scared. Cause there was never a moment at swap. Like I really thought I ever wanted to quit. There yeah. really wasn't. There was like a couple hard times when it was, you know, to get to that next step or there were some opportunities like that we wanted to get some money uh-huh. or at least we're pitching for some money, like these business plan competitions. Right. And like we won a little bit of money, but we never got like a big seed investment or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I think there was like some frustration at that time. And it was something my dad actually, um, my, my dad's awesome dude because mm-hmm. my dad, like <laughs> he's so funny cause he's an individual business owner. Uh-huh. Um, but he's just a sales dude. Like I uh-huh. hit the sale. He sells doors, locks, and frames. Uh-huh. Like not a sexy business at all. But my dad is just like hits the road. Like is hilarious. I could go like a whole segment on my dad. But <laughs> like, you know, he like really motivated me during the time of starting Suave because he knew like how hard it is to run a business. Mm-hmm. So when I had this idea like that, I'm going to try this underwear thing and run it through the incubator. He's like, sure you want to do that aunt? like you know starting a business isn't so easy dude like you know uh-huh. and like when that, like the right. whole time it was perfect right. because i'd be like i'm gonna do this shit dude like you have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about like this is easy i see you running your business i can run right. a business you know but I mean? I, yeah i can see where he's coming from yeah. though it's oh, like yeah, totally. he, he's trying to because like obviously like before you, you plan on starting a business you know you think like everything's gonna be like unicorns and rainbows yeah, and it's yeah. gonna be you know it's gonna be like pot of gold yeah everywhere but I can see where he's coming from. He's totally. kind of, he kind of wants to um, keep you grounded in reality, 100%, though, you know? 100%. Yeah. And I love him for that because I literally was like, use that as motivation, which I think is a good thing. Like, you know, you know, to be told that you can do anything or, you know, to be given everything to expect that you can do anything you want is right. the right way to go about yeah. it. I think that you need to come from a humbled perspective and, you know, have that confidence and stuff, but uh-huh. know that like you either got to use your resources, you got to just be smart about what you're doing because, right, you know, it's not just because you can sell stuff online, uh-huh. you can post some pictures on Instagram. It doesn't mean that you're gonna get sales or anything. You know what I mean? Right. right. So, so yeah. Uh, starts with it starts with the uh, starts with the product. Yeah. Really. Totally. Oh yeah. As yeah. long as you have a quality product, I mean that's all that matters. Yeah, and you know, sustainably too, because I think there's a lot, you know, some companies out there that might sell bullshit products or come out uh-huh. with like a, you know, a product that is decent to buy, but not decent enough to sustain, you know, a long lifespan. And, yeah. you know, that's why it was like at the beginning of the gates for Swab, I was like, we got to produce the best product and we're going to wait yeah. to put it out until then. Because if we start off with a shitty product, then it's not going to work. And, it. you know, if that's what we're going to set our expectations of as a company to put out bullshit products, like, uh-huh you know, we're going to, that, that could become a habit and we can't do that. Yeah. So, so let me ask you this question. Um, do you think college is worth it? What's your take on it? Based on your experience? I would say yes, because I mean, is it worth it for everybody? Not necessarily. I wouldn't say, is it for everybody? No. Is it worth the student loans and shit that I'm paying off? That's a tough one. (laughs) 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 Um, You know, I think that it's tough for people to go to college and get a really good college education. And I don't think that everybody gets, 
maybe the same education or, you know, opportunity that, or takes advantage of what they had in mm-hmm. college. Like I, you know, feel right. like I took advantage of what I was, the resources right. and stuff. Oh that yeah, I was definitely. You know what I mean? 100%. Um, and I think that you're, you're still so young that it's good for people to still get into the college system, mm-hmm. you know, because at the end of the day, like maybe not all for all careers and stuff, mm-hmm. being a doctor or a lawyer where you have to go to law you school to, and yeah. stuff, you have to, you know, Makes apply sense. yourself and learn some shit. Um, but if you're just going for four years and looking for a job after really no employers, like really like looking at your college scores mm-hmm. and stuff. So it's like, is that going to get you hired? I think the main thing behind college is proving that you're able to complete something or mm-hmm. complete college. Like if you went to college and you completed it, okay, you're able to get through because everybody knows that you're just partying shit during college and stuff. Like not everybody, but you know right. what I mean? It's just like right. you're 18, 21 years, it's, 20 it's years a, old. It's, it's like, the truth. That's what happens. It's going to happen. You know yeah. what I mean? And like you're out from your parents' house at the first time. Yeah. So I think that it's necessary for most people. Um, and even some professors like that I had, you know, during my experience there, like uh-huh. I really appreciated learning from them and stuff too. Right. And in high school, I really didn't apply myself in school because I was just like all football, uh-huh. um, which I was a dumbass about that for. You know what I mean? I wish I applied myself more. Uh-huh. And then I remember getting to college and kind of like realizing, like you know, especially after quitting school, it was like, damn, like I don't want to be a dumbass. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like I want to, you know, I want to like feel smart, and educated. That's why I just like, you know, dove in not only just on school, but you know. Suave and whatnot, but once I started suave and shit, school was kind of like, yeah, of course, I like yeah, it. you can't, you, you can't, your focus can't be in like <laughs> yeah. different places at yeah, once. Yeah. But so, it, so yeah, it, but I, I completed it. You know what I mean? I got that, the diploma, yeah, and, it felt, go. and it felt good to to be able to have com- completed that, just because you know not everybody does too. And yeah. So I don't think it's absolutely necessary. Yeah. Um, but I think there is some definitely good aspects to it, especially. Mm-hmm. If you are taking advantage of stuff, because once you're not in school, bro, nobody gives a shit about you. Everybody, mm. Just like the numbers of like people in adulthood. Yeah. You know, every man for himself kind of a deal. Right. And like, you know, now you got to be to the judgment of some boss or somebody like that. Yeah. Or if you're going to start your own thing and whatnot, like, you know, I think that going through a college that supports entrepreneurs and stuff is a huge oh, benefit. Oh, yeah. 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, that's a tough one just because also how much you can learn online Uh you know and how much education online there is Mm -hmm. and as much as the world is creating money online Mm -hmm. you know and it was a really interesting turn like i remember going to some classes or presentations on like marketing from like older people that still the internet was very new to them Uh you know and like (laughs) going online and learning better material from like a way younger dude right. <laughs> or like, you know what I mean? Exactly. So there was like a big shift that I think of how businesses work is with the online and like with kids growing up mm-hmm. on the internet and stuff. And like, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of younger kids that know how to sell products better than a lot of older individuals. Right. You know what I right. mean? And yeah. like, so, so yeah, it's a toss up, but I think for anybody that, just blatantly goes like, oh, college is fucking stupid and pointless. Right. You don't fucking need it. Yeah. It's like, relax. Yeah. Okay. It just depends on the person. Yeah, exactly. Like what, what, what's, what's, what is your end goal? Like, what are you trying to, or where are you trying to go? And is like college going to either help you or not? And whether you're the type of person that likes structure or doesn't, I mean, for, for most people, I mean, well, for me personally, I, I can't, talk for most people but 
I I liked it because I was still trying to search for like what I wanted to do, and it kind of gave me that outlet. Totally. And it was it was good because of the resources too. Like you said, the resources is good. Like if you you if you like utilize the resources to your to like the fullest potential, then you know you're good. That's that's all that matters. You know, as long as totally. you apply yourself, really. But but yeah. Yeah. And there's definitely going to school and fucking off, and <laughs> my bad, dude. <laughs> and, dude, and, no, uh, this I like. This is the, no, this this podcast is raw, <laughs> and mom, well, if you end up watching this, I apologize. No, no, dude. <laughs> this this is this is the way it should be. I, I like I like to keep everything authentic. Cool, appreciate that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, definitely don't go to college and screw up. You know, screw off for four years. But yeah, don't do that. Yeah, apply yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> moving on now for college, full speed, dude, full speed. So yeah. now, um, you're still running Suave, but you have now shifted over to your company that you've been running for how long now? It's, it's been about like a good three, four years for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so talk to me more about full speed and and what that's about. So yeah, it, it was just kind of a thing that naturally came together um, <clears throat> from from starting Suave. You know, we had a lot of attention, you know, online and started getting inquiries from other people who wanted to manufacture products or were currently manufacturing products and saw that we had, you know, Suaves and it was highly reviewed and, you know, knew that we had a good product and stuff and was like, hey, I'm trying to do this idea. Um can you help me manufacture product? And it was good that Suave was underwear. Mm -hmm. So a lot of all the inquiries that were coming in, you know, were not related to underwear. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. and at the time too, again, falling in love with the process, I was just making underwear. And I remember like people would ask me all the time, like, oh, like what else can you make? Like, or what else can you do? And at the time, like I didn't make anything. And I was like, I can make anything we want now. Mm -hmm. Cause like, you know, kind of understand the process and, um, it just kind of occurred to me. It's like, I feel like I'm going to be better for Suave um, the better I am at making products. Mm -hmm. So when other people were contacting us like, hey, can you help us make this? Um, it was like, okay, cool. So I can, you know, help them build their products, you know, not in a bad way, but taking, you know, using their money to build right. their products and learning how to build, you know, other products and stuff uh -huh. just kind of, you know, and make money along the way that I don't have to take out of, right. you know, from suave at all. Yeah. You know, it can, uh, you know, make money elsewhere and uh -huh. still use the same resources because the more business I bring them, the better my costs get, you know, the better relationships I have with them because they just want to produce. Um, so it just made sense uh, and started taking on other projects and stuff. So from, denim to swimwear to you know obviously more active wear to basic knits and you know suiting you know we've touched it we've done it we can do it um and help clients that you know are serious and have the cap to get into it and um yeah it's pretty awesome you know what i mean and i don't really label myself as a designer mm -hmm. you know i'm more of a producer um so it's fun to work with other designers who are super talented at, you know, creating designs and different ideas and concepts and stuff and being able to, you know, really come from a, 
like a not like I don't judge anybody's designs or anything. Even if I like it, I don't dislike it. It's right. like they believe in this product and whatever they want to create. Like I'm gonna buy into it with them mm-hmm. and help them, you know, make it happen. Because I think a lot of I know a lot of customers and stuff that I've worked with that have stared at the same design for two years and haven't been able to produce it. Trying to work mm. with multiple other manufacturers overseas, locally. Um, you know, I hear I call them like the horror stories. A lot of people, you know, before working with Full Speed, have just spent a lot of time, money, and energy and resources that just kind of fell through. Yeah. And like, I just get super pumped. We're like, oh man, you have no idea like how much it means to me that you know we can do this and uh-huh. you know also, so it's cool i enjoy it a lot and right um yeah i definitely feel like it's made me better for suave that's why like we have so much in the vault that we've developed and haven't come out with yet and you know different fabrics and materials and stuff that we plan on using and you know so it's cool you know and definitely confident saying that we can make anything do anything uh-huh. uh, really the, some of the best if not the best resources in downtown la and like, you know, throughout the country that do supply different fabrics, materials and stuff like that to make it. So it's cool. I That's love good. It. It's fun. Yeah. It's so, fun. so like what are like three, three things or like three pieces of advice for someone that is starting a clothing business or they already have designs and they want to find manufacturers or if they're dealing with manufacturers, like what have you learned for like that connection to like be even more, um, I guess to just to flow better because from you, from your experience, you, you've, you know, went to different manufacturers, you've tried China, you've tried here until it was like a process of trial and error. Totally. But, um, what, what do you think would, or could possibly help those people? Um, yeah, there's, there's definitely a few things. Uh, obviously, finding the right manufacturer is important, and that's going to be a process that takes a long time. Because even like you said, when, when we were in China making products and stuff, uh, like of course we were contacting, you know, Alibaba is easy to type in an inquiry mm-hmm. and find some manufacturers. And it's like, oh, we, got, we found a factory. But like, until you sample multiple times with these people, run through production... Right. You know, do proper, you know, quality control protocols and stuff, you uh-huh. know, that are that test them of their ability to produce effectively for you. Um, you know, there's a lot that could happen that, you know, where you spend time or wasted money and things like that. You know, you don't want to just bite on the first people that pick up the phone or mm-hmm. answer the email and stuff. Right. Um, and even locally, like when we were doing that whole year and a half of developing our product like we had gone through multiple different factories like sampling our stuff and the ones that we decided to buy in with you know you know basically join and start with are the ones that believed in us most and were Mm -hmm. willing to you know work with us on pricing and you know wanted to watch us be successful because everybody else was just like you guys are the new guys Mm -hmm. we know you can charge you a shit ton because you don't know how much this shit really costs and there's, you know, we see a ton of you all the time. Uh-huh. So like chances are you're not going to make it even into production or pass through your first production. Cause mm-hmm. like, you know, and that's why I thought full speed is such a cool business because everybody at one point, or it's like a theory or in my mind, like whether you want it, like everybody at one point wants to start like a brand or something, right. put it on a t-shirt, whatever. And if you can sell it fucking awesome, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of deal. Uh-huh. So it's like always going to be sought out for as far as like a product 
whether you're producing it or whether you're selling it online. Right. Um, people just like selling brands, you know what I mean? Which is mm-hmm. cool, building brands. So, yeah. um, you know, I think that you have to, you know, find the right, you know, production partners with you, for you. And um, even before that, you know, it's going to take capital and not even just like, you know, me coming from a, you know, because my business is obviously producing clothing, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And, you know, not that I have like a crazy high price tag or anything, but to do what's necessary to develop your ideas and whatever, it's going to take capital. Yeah. So like, you know, even from just the development side of it, like you got to put necessary capital into it Mm -hmm. um, to kind of get into production. And it, it takes a decent amount of money. You know what I mean? I think that and, and it makes sense that if you don't know the process involved in making clothes, but you just want to start a clothing company. I mean, if you're buying Gildan or Haynes brand and screen printing and shit, like doing all that, right. then it's a different story because you don't have to spend up as much. But if mm-hmm. you're trying to do custom cut and sew, like for real deal, making your products, not just buying pre-made stuff, like it's going to take some money. Right. You know what I mean? It's a little bit hard to do it locally because there's people who will charge you like a thousand dollars for a pattern mm-hmm. you know what i mean and we on average on a price would you know sell it for 125 to 250 depending on the product possibly a little bit more if it's nicer mm-hmm. and like there's a lot of people selling in between that range you mm-hmm. know what i mean um so i think that uh, you know if you first initially start contacting these people you can kind of get screwed on pricing mm-hmm. it's because like you know in this business a lot of people charge premiums for their um, you know, their time and their energy yeah. and everything and what they're able to do for these brands. And, you know, we just try to get people into production, you know? So, yeah. uh, but at the end of the day, it's still going to take some capital. So if you're trying to get into the business for real, think about getting a little bit of investment money or, or, you know, saving up and making sure that you are putting, and I'm saying you have to spend how, like crazy. How, how much, money. how much do you, do you think would be like just a good amount just to, be able to invest in the manufacturing just like a ballpark it, it depends on how many products but like if you're trying to run like let's say t-shirts a t- just like basic t-shirts yeah with like a design on it and we're not and we're doing we're buying the fabrics we're dyeing the fabrics we're cutting yeah. and sewing yeah i mean i would say from development and stuff you know three to five thousand mm-hmm. dollars you know what i mean which isn't, you know, for for this business, uh, a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You know, if you do it right, um, to be honest with you, dude, before launching Suave and selling the product, we at least spent like $10,000 on mm-hmm. straight up development. Yeah. Like all those samples and all that shit. I mean, and if you're counting like gas money, I mean, we're commuting from <laughs> Orange County more. down there. Like, you know, it's the money adds up like yeah. for sure. Yeah. You know, and I don't think it was money down the drain by any means. It's like you're developing the products and like you're going to spend some money and not get the products that you uh-huh. expected. Yeah. Like, especially when you don't know a lot, like you're going to do stuff like that, mm-hmm. especially when you're trying to perfect a product too. You know what I mean? Because it takes a lot, you know, it takes, you know, right. and, um, but I would say if you're trying, you know, and that's not counting marketing expenses and stuff like that. So you want to have like at least five to $10,000, you know to spend on developing and producing your product and marketing and sales and stuff at minimum. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And if you're spending your money right, all the more the better. You know what I mean? Because you're able to do more. You're, you're able to, you know, save a little bit more for marketing and stuff right. like that. Yeah. And it just money makes you move faster. Mm-hmm. I think that's the most important thing about money. You know, it only gives you the freedom to do what you want. It gives you the ability to move fast. 
Um, but you know, that five to $10,000 mark, I should say we shouldn't, you know, uh, I don't want that to scare people because you could right. do it for less for sure. Um, the light went off. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. No, it's cool. Um, yeah. But if you're kind of working budget to budget, you know, investing your paycheck, you know, each week into a little bit into the product and stuff, I think staying lean mm-hmm. and having that, I don't want to say like poor mindset or like, you know, mm-hmm. very stingy kind of mindset is right. good because, you know, you can go in and you can take that five, $10,000 and spend it easy and get nowhere. Right. Exactly. So like, you know, I think that's an important thing too, is knowing that you're spending your money wisely, obviously, but yeah, you know, it's going to take some money if you want to do like the for real deal, big dog pr- production process. Right. Especially locally. That's you true. Know, you know, that's true. Cause you could, you know, and if it was just a t-shirt, if you were coming out, I just want to buy t-shirts and produce it online. Like, and sell it online. I would tell somebody you should probably buy from a really good wholesaler that has blanks. Mm. If you're just starting out, mm-hmm. custom cutting like a basic T-shirt, like unless it had like a crazy fabric or a spe- special design mm-hmm. as far as the construction. Yeah, like you know, maybe that's a little bit different. But you know, definitely if you're just like, planning on selling T-shirts, you know, even with like basic hoodies and stuff, I think you could start decently enough. Yeah, with pre-made, not Gildan or any of the bullshit brands but uh-huh. even though and not to talk shit on gildan or anything because there's a lot of streetwear companies that buy basic gildans for super super cheap put their you know their you know screen print their logo on it and sell it for crazy money yeah and they do super well at it that's true <laughs> so it's like i can't even knock that hustle at all you know, I know what I mean? right that's, that's smart as shit <laughs> exactly exactly yeah, you right know what I mean? but like i just don't have fun with that so yeah everyone has their own niche yeah yeah so, for sure 100%. so if it's working for them it's 100 you know more to them exactly i'm gonna make sure this light yeah let's get this light on let's see oh okay so i know i want to talk about Cause I always like to try to connect because obviously coming from a video production background, right. And I like to bring different people from time to time as guests, but they're still in the creative space. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want, I always like to connect it to videography, photography yeah. for, and then like them working together. So like, I know in the early days with Swab, for example, um, you, made it a point to really get good quality photos, invest like in photographers that, you know, took good quality photos. I said that, but also like video as well. Videos, everything, graphics, right. And everything, yeah. Right. And I remember watching those. I was, I was still, I was still in high school, but you're, you're two years older than me. So you, that's like when Suave was, I think when I was like a senior, yeah, you were you were like a sophomore then, and that's when Suave was starting to really start up. Yeah, yeah kind of. Yeah. And I and I saw those videos. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. You know. So like, what's your advice in terms of someone investing in or like finding good photographers or videographers for their products? I when, when, when do you think they should start looking for those? So we were super blessed and fortunate to have gone to you know a school like a lot of that was like timing for us too because of like the film school and the number of talented like videographers photographers and just creatives in general that were there and that were down to work and hustle and you know whether it was for their school project or they just wanted to test some new shit out that they just learned like you know for example kevin wolf um 
and his team was the ones that did the Chapman Undy run, uh, Get Lucky. The when Get Lucky for, one? When that Pharrell song came right. out. yeah. And, like, that shit was on TV that, I don't even know what the number count to this day, but it had over, you know, I think 200,000 views or uh-huh. something like that. That's um, awesome. And, like, completely blew up. And that and, was, like, free marketing Oh, dude, guys. yeah. Kevin just approached us and was like, yo, man, like, I have this concept and this idea. Your uh-huh. product would be perfect for it. Uh-huh. And he, he was planning on, I, can't, I don't remember because I, I can't remember if it, it wasn't, it was kind of one of those things that he had this idea for, for how he wanted to shoot this shot for the Undy run. And it was basically filming. Everybody should watch this if you haven't seen it already. It's like literally the coolest shit out. Um, he was filming everybody backwards of like the Undo run. It was like a weird kind of misconception thing. Was, like, I, I think I know what you're talking about. It was like, like the main guy. The main, he, he, yeah. was, he was walking backwards or walking backwards the whole time. And he, I think they reversed it um, in post, in editing, so that it looks like the guy is walking forward the whole time while everyone is running backwards. Yes. Is that exactly. what, okay. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's super cool. That was a good take on it. Yeah. yeah. That was awesome. And then, um, one of our interns was at the time was close with the people that was doing it. And they uh-huh. were, they were like, Oh, we might want to think about getting suave in on it, you know, cause he's got to be wearing something. It's a new run. Everybody else in the videos was wearing underwear. Yeah. So he was wearing suaves and then, right. and then, so that, yeah, that was super cool and got us a lot of traffic and great content. I right. mean, you know what I mean? It was, it was crazy. Uh-huh. Um, and, and yeah, just like to, to your question, like, uh, I think there's enough, you know, people that are out there just trying to collaborate, you know what I mean? And, and trying to, um, you know, you, I think you have to approach a lot of these individuals too in the right way because, um, and, and present it as like a mutually beneficial relationship because everything should be ran that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, you know, don't just approach them, you know, and just be like, Hey, I'm trying to do this. You want to do it for me kind of thing. Or be like, you know, really kind of sell the idea. And so, you know, put your, throw your ideas behind it. Cause I think creatives like to work on stuff creatively you right. know, with people in, in collaboration and, you know, they got plenty enough of good ideas and other people hitting them up to where, you know, if you don't got all the money in the, or whatever, you got to like really position it right. You mm-hmm. know, um, and, and yeah, that's a huge benefit of school and going somewhere like Chapman, you know, like SC has got a huge mm-hmm. film school and other schools do too. You right. know what I mean? But let's say they don't have that kind of like opportunity or that focus, um, or that platform, I mean, to really find those people. Like, let's say they're not in school or they already graduated and they're looking to, let's say it's a videographer or photographer and they're looking to, um, you know, work with. Oh, a brand. Some, a brand, let's oh, say. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know, I know we were talking about brands, talking to photographers or videographers. But, but vice versa. But well, vi- that's a good question. vice versa this time. Because, yeah. because I would say that it's in, like, every brand is looking for that. You know what I mean? And, for example, we had a lot of different videographers and photographers working with us at different times mm-hmm. and they all brought something new, their own creative eye, their own edge. And we we like love that because everybody was able to capture their version of suave through their own, you know, way of doing it. Right. So everything was like looked kind of the similar, the same, but was, was different. Right. Um, so I'd say for any videographers and photographers out there, like, you know, especially with social media and stuff, like hit it, people up, you know, through the DM personally, or mm-hmm. if they have, you know, emails in their bios or whatever, right. you know, re- reach out to them. Cause like, if you just show them your portfolio, be like, Hey, 
I do this, I'm a photographer, VR, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, I would love to shoot content for you guys. Um, I would say initially, if your content content is out of the board, like I would, if I, you know, if I was one, I, I would be like, I will do a video for you for free. Uh-huh. Or I will, you know, I have this concept, you know, that I think would be great for your brand. Like, you know, would you love to sit down and talk about it? You know, I'm willing to bring my resources and not charge you guys and you know, whatever. Right. Um, and it, cause if you execute the job, they're going to bring you back and they're going to want to pay you. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's, that's guaranteed. And, um, you know, there might be some companies that are just scumbags and stuff, but like, you know, anybody that does something like that, mm-hmm. you know, you, I'd love to pay somebody like that. And, you know, I think that, um, like I said, that just with how valuable content out is like, honestly, videographers, photographers and creative or, you know, graphic designers, uh-huh. like I think have a complete edge and such a valuable, um, you know, product or service that they provide in this right. day and age, arguably some of the most important. Yeah. It's like, you know, like uh, computer science coding guys, like, five, 10 years ago. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like when that was like the hot thing to do. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like now creating content is arguably the most valuable, important thing for any business now. Yeah. So like not only just brands need it, like, you know, they're, they're open to new, new ways of doing stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, I would just contact them directly, be aggressive with it. And the fact of like, you know, contact everybody that you want to work with, you know what yeah. I mean? But obviously come from, you know, have a plan before it, you know, I would, before contacting people, think about who you're contacting, going in with somewhat of an idea or a concept uh-huh. catered to them, you know what I mean? So they don't feel like you're just blasting everybody out. Like, oh, this guy has something that he thinks is pretty cool for us. Like we're open to think about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and, and show up when you, when you got the stage, you know what I mean? Like, and be prepared for that kind of yeah, you know, because you don't want to screw something up like that. You yeah, know what I mean? right. You gotta so. be be uh, <clears throat> professional. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Exactly. So, why, like, going forward to like now, like, why? What? What's your why? Like, what uh, keeps you doing what you're doing today? Gets you out of bed in the morning, ready to take on the day. What is that? You know, I mean, just simply put, dude, is just to to create and do something great. You know what I mean? I think that all of the, you know, entrepreneurs or businessmen or people in the past that have done something cool, started a company. I mean, they're just people, you know, they're not like these superhero characters. Um, You know, they're just people that had a vision, had an idea and wanted to see something through. So it's like ever since it's like, why can't I do that myself? You know what I mean? And like, I want to do something great that not only just benefits myself, but you know, anybody around me, um, that I'm working with. And if I'm super wealthy and successful, I want to help, you know, give back in any way that I can and, and do things that, you know, like I might have mentioned is like money gives you freedom or right. helps you move fast. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, doing something great to the point where we're providing enough value that we're compensated for that, mm-hmm. you know, driving Ferraris and Lamborghinis and having a house by the beach on the cliff, 
Like that's all part of what I want for myself. Uh-huh. <laughs> but hey, just because like that's great. There's some motherfuckers out there that have it like that. So it's <laughs> like, why can't I have it like that? I would. That's definitely not my main motivation behind it. But right, right. You know, definitely it's just like icing on the cake. Yeah, you know, and it's just like we're not doing this shit for, you know, just for fun. You know what I mean? I think that part of the money behind it is proving that you actually created that value. You know what I mean? Um, so, you know just being able to create something, do something great. And definitely within what I do, um, I mean, seeing a product go from like literally just a sketch into like the actual physical product. Like I love that process. So, um, creating products and and doing stuff is just always going to be exciting to me. Um, and working on it and the process involved in that. And, and, and what's special about what I do, especially with manufacturing locally in LA like you're really helping give jobs. Like it's not a joke. Like Mm -hmm. the whole manufacturing business was huge for the United States, you know, post leaving overseas and going to China. Like a lot of people lost their jobs and a lot of like skilled labor that didn't have experience in other fields. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's a lot of people who lost jobs that like couldn't just go apply anywhere or do another job. So, um, and even to this day, like a lot of the sewers and the factories and stuff, you know, fortunately it's picking up, Mm -hmm. but like, you know, sometimes they get worried about losing their job, especially because like, what are they going to go? What are they going to do? They've been doing this for years. Right. Um, so I'm really inspired by, you know, bringing as much work as I can to my factories and stuff. And, um, even like the fabric vendors and stuff that are like even holding on by a thread or have been struggling or, you know, it's hard because they don't have websites online and they're, mm-hmm. you know, trying to, you know, to just get by and make it you know what i mean it's cool to be a part of their success you know what i mean right and those relationships and stuff yeah so so i've i've loved that and you know i want to own our factories and stuff in the future and you know be able to provide businesses to people you know so that's cool Mm -hmm. you know i really find passion in that And, and yeah you know just just make my parents proud and course i get that ferrari <laughs> <laughs> hey <laughs> that's, there you go there you go i'm sure you will you will yeah, a couple yeah so what what's in it for the future any anything in terms of i guess full speed's your main thing obviously but like yeah, i would say anything you know, down the line i mean as much as i love full speed and helping out and doing what i do for that business you know swab is still like the baby project mm-hmm that's your, uh, like your passion project yeah so. totally and it's i call it the billion dollar baby because like you know, out of all the products and products trying to serve a specific market, you know, products that have competitive products, like I would still believe and know that Suave has extreme amount of potential. I feel like I'm still giving away some secrets, you know, to the underwear market because there's, you know, <laughs> still not the one top brand to come out on, you know, and really do it like how we uh-huh. have started to move way into right. that. Um, it's just still, uh, I think, a huge opportunity to serve that market. So, which is why nobody else can come into it because mm-hmm. we'll blow them out regardless. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, uh, full speed is, I guess, more so on the day to day. And again, that was all to, you know, put some food on the table. You know what I mean? Of course. Have to work of course. somewhere else. But yeah, I, I still love that business. And, um, you know, it's been a balancing act, if you will. Mm-hmm. But, I want both businesses and they will be successful. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, I mean, I think for every entrepreneur to understand that the first 10 years are going to be like 
you know, tough. Right. You might have some pivots and like, that's what I kind of saw it as. And that's something that you learn as far as being an entrepreneur is like, you're not always going to be right. And you're going to learn at times you're going to have to change your original direction. Like, you know, you can't, it's like, if you go and, and trying to do something and expect a different result, but you're getting the same result, they call it insanity or something. Uh-huh. You know, it's a quote that people have heard before, but right, I mean, right. it's literally true. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, I think that definitely in my course of, you know, building, you know, my own businesses and trying to make shit happen. Like I've learned, like, you know, for me with that full speed thing, it was like, okay, go work for somebody else and get a nine to five just to have some type of income uh-huh. and try and push swab on the side. Or it's like start full speed and servicing these clients that you have coming at you. I almost felt like it was like, if I have this business coming at me, it's kind of like, uh-huh. I almost was like, is it like bait? Like trying uh-huh. to trick me or uh-huh. is it, I felt like it was a blessing and an opportunity to be able to, you know, create more business for myself or not just for myself, but to be able to have those, the chance to, to not have to work somewhere else and continue working with my suppliers and stuff and building the business. It felt right. So, you know, it's a little bit of a bummer that it took a little bit of time away from Suave. Sure. Definitely. But right. it's definitely benefiting Suave in, in the long run too. So yeah, both, both are very much, uh, important and you know, the next few years, 2020 is going to be a hell of a one. That's cool. Cause like now we're starting to transition back more into putting the resources behind Suave and stuff because full speed's like getting there to the point where it's, it's operating pretty nicely. Nice. So, so yeah, it'll be exciting. It's cool. Awesome. Well, that's it. That brings us to the end. Is that wraps. Yeah, yeah that's, we can that's, keep that's going if you guys want. Anthony can talk for days, which is great. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I bet awesome. I talk too much. Probably, probably awesome too much. content for the podcast. But yeah. dude, no, thanks again for for being on for the first time. I, I know I'm gonna have you on again um, to share more of like the behind the scenes things you've learned from your business and whatnot. But uh, no, dude, thank you once again for being on. Um, I'll put more info on where you guys can, you know, look him up, see what he's up to, learn more about Suave and Full Speed. I'll put more of the info in the description. But with that being said, dude. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate it. (laughs) Thanks again for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. I'll be placing Anthony's info in the show notes so you can stay connected. And if you know a friend that can benefit from this, please share it. So thanks again for joining in. And until next time, I'll see you in the next episode. Peace.